The Grim Reaper Gamers are a 25 and older video game community with members spanning the globe, playing games across all genres and platforms. Bring your thick skin, drink of choice, and grab your controllers. GRG members are on nightly with official community nights every Wednesday. And now, it's time for the, the ReaperCast. Reaper Hello and welcome to the 157th episode of the ReaperCast. My name is Jack and I'll be your host for this episode. You may also know me as the head grumpkin in charge of the Grim Reaper Gamers, Lala Calamari. And do we have a packed show for you tonight? E3 just happened and we just have a shit ton to talk about, so we're just going to get right into things. Uh, first up, joining us, Solo Scrim. Welcome back. What you drinking? What you playing? Hello. Everyone, fuck, what am I drinking? Dr. Pepper and Widow Jane whiskey mixed together. And I am playing eh, several different games. Uh, Mech Warriors 5, because I got on Game Pass. I've been playing with Bjorn and Pointy so far. Wanted to get in with Grumpy as well, but his times are so weird. It's hard to get in with him. And then uh, some COD with you, po whatever the hell you guys are, old people. Uh, and my favorite, my new favorite game, best game in the world, Power Washing Simulator. Get the fuck out of here, seriously? I have spent about three and a half hours on that game already. Oh my God. He did it off that Twitch stream, huh? Is that an actual game? I think I had like 20,000 <laughs> viewers or something watching him power wash things. <laughs> It's an actual game that just came into early release, early access on Steam. You can come to my house. I got a pressure washer. Dude, I just got done pressure washing a truck at work. I don't mind pressure washing on a game because it's relaxing, but in real life, I've done it. I did it as a job washing uh, pig trailers. Not fun. <laughs> well, I'm sure that's not fun, but it's funny. Pressure washing is probably my wife's favorite chore to do. If, if I need to get her out of my hair for a bit... All I got to do is, you know, break out the pressure washer from the garage, hook it up and start just washing something. Uh, within five seconds, she'll be taking it over and she'll be out there pressure washing uh, the house, the windows, the, the, the dogs, the grass, the tree, everything. She just can't stop. That's awesome. Yeah. So we got to get my day free. That's hilarious. <laughs> I got to fix mine. Something happens at a pump on mine. I don't know what's going on with it. Oh, uh, and there you have Grex always breaking something. He's always breaking stuff. Just because he puts his dick in things. <laughs> well, let's got to stop doing that. <laughs> Grex, how you doing? What you drinking? And what you playing? I am drinking a double IPA from Biden's Brewer, which is a local garage type uh, brewer. Um, they're pretty good. They, um, I think they limit their stock because they'll like sell from friday and then they'll start selling on friday and then they're usually sold out by sunday and there's usually like, like just a huge line of cars just driving through picking up stuff so it's it's pretty crazy but decent decent beer with the double ipas i always think that they're going to be extra hoppy but i don't think that they are are they no this one's definitely not anywhere not hoppy at all really huh yeah i like those small microbreweries but it's sitting at eight 8.3%. So, oh, it's a heavy, heavy hitter. Yeah. Playing, uh, I'm playing back into Rage Zone, as you know. And um, 
other than that, I downloaded uh, both Squadrons and uh, the other uh, Star Wars game off Game Pass. Jedi Fallen Order? Yeah, that's it. How are they? They're, they're good. I mean, I'm getting into Fallen Order. It's a good story and stuff, and the, the combat's fun uh, as an RPG. I haven't really gotten into Squadrons just yet, so I'm going to finish off Fallen Order, and then I'll, I'll move over into Squadrons. All righty. Uh, and once again, my name's Lala, and I am drinking my standard for the summer, the Victory Summer Love. It's a good summer ale, uh, easy drinking. And I am currently playing Elder Scrolls Online's newest expansion, Blackwood. And it's been excellent so far. I've been kind of going slow going through it, just kind of messing around. I got my new companion. I've been leveling him up. They have the companions like Star Wars Old Republic has and stuff like that. Uh, the story's been pretty solid so far. I haven't gotten too deep into the story because I've been doing a lot of the side quests. I get wrapped up trying to 100% complete the zone. And I'm looking forward to the big graphic update they're going to have this week. So this week they're going to release a graphic update for the newer Xboxes, the newer consoles. Uh, so it's going to look a hell of a lot better. I think it comes out Tuesday or Wednesday. So by the time this podcast comes out, that'll be available to download. And I'm also playing Rage of Duty as well, uh, either Warzone or um, lately we've been trying to clear the Outbreak Zombie Easter Egg, and, and it's been painful. It's been rough. Beers is a is a super tryhard, and he's disappointed that we failed every time we made we we tried. Watching the COD chat light up after you guys attempt that every time is hilarious. You guys <laughs> just lose your shit. <laughs> Yeah, it gets it's rough. It's it's not an easy thing to do like this Easter egg. There's just so many zombies around and um unless you do it a few times and get used to it and I actually kind of got to watch the video. It's um it, it's it's so crazy. Uh there's I mean like I said there's just so much going on, so many enemies. And if you're not fully prepared for it, if your guys not geared up properly for it, you're just going to struggle. And as soon as you go down, it's makes it that much harder. I was in pretty good spot, like in the middle of the game, like we were gearing up, going through the missions and stuff like that. I'm riding a motorcycle to go to our next objective. I turn the corner and I run into like four elites and like one big massive heavy bad guy. And they just all shot me at once and killed me. There was nothing I can do. I just was dead. And I, so then you lose all your, your shit, like your perks and all. It's just a pain in the ass to restart from there. But anyway, so I, I I got the guns that Beer suggested to try, and I think we're going to give it a, an attempt tomorrow night or Tuesday night. Try again to do this. So we'll see. All right. Uh, since we took last uh, Monday, or not last Monday, but the previous Monday, Memorial Day week, we took that off. I have nothing to rant about. You know, we were on vacation. Hey, everything's good. Everybody's happy. Uh, so we're going to skip by the rant. We have too much to cover. There's a lot going on. So no rant this week. I'm sure you're all upset about that. Willis is crying into his drink right now. <laughs> Strot and yeah, that's mm-hmm. it's nothing to bitch about, man. Come on, like, oh, there's always something. <laughs> well, we can Fair bitch enough. about the upcoming titles that we saw at E3 and Ubisoft Forward. So I feel like you're just trying to bait me into following what you planned for the tonight. Uh, you're going to stick to the agenda, whore. Bullshit. <laughs> All right, up with gaming and geek news. Up first. Ubisoft Forward. There was a few games they showed. Uh, the first one of interest, I think that of that GRG would be interested in, 
would be the uh, Rainbow Six Extraction. Did you guys watch any of this? Yeah, it looked like uh, at first, you know, I thought it was almost uh, a division add-on or or something. But yeah, co-op looks like a nice group co-op kind of zombie game almost. I felt that it was like Rainbow Six Siege meets Left 4 Dead. Remember that old games for the Xbox Left 4 Dead, the zombie games? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that was a good one. So that's what I, I think it's a combination of. Which I think the division movements and stuff would probably suit this game better. Yeah, it looked like there was a lot of, um, I mean, it was just like a cinematic trailer, so you can't really go by a whole lot, which was a reoccurring theme for both Ubisoft Forward and E3, which just a whole lot of cinematic trailers and no real content to go by, which is something we can bitch about for the next 30 minutes or so. Yeah, yeah, I just, you know. Uh, so what this is, an alien thing, spaceship, rock, east egg, I don't know what the hell this thing is, lands in San Francisco, and you become this elite task force sent to, I guess, get rid of them, clear out levels. Yeah, like Greg said, there really wasn't too much explained, just a trailer. I'm not sure about this one. I We'll see. It didn't look like it was getting kind of multiplied. It looked like it was just going to be, from what I understand, it was just going to be co-op. Yeah. Yeah, so it's just... You know, it's it's PVE. Like I said, Rainbow Six Siege meets Left 4 Dead. It's kind of really what that was. All right. Well, uh, we'll go on to uh, Solus's favorite game, Riders Republic, which I I don't understand what this game is. To me, it reminded me of the game they released a few years ago, Drift, uh, where you have like the bikes you're going down the hills, or you got the the wingsuits. Uh, so it looks like Drift meets Fortnite with all the goofy characters and stuff. I have zero interest in this game. Anybody else? Souls is getting it, right? Oh, probably no. not. It's not even close to my favorite game. I don't know what the hell you're smoking. No, I'm just baiting you into talking. Why? People don't want to hear me. They want to hear <laughs> you said you Rex's did, you muffled were, voice. You were trying to explain what this was. So it's like... Any of those, it's like motocross, snowboarding, wingsuiting, and apparently like rocket wingsuiting, which is technically a thing because rich people can have all the fun, I guess. And uh, I mean, it's just a kind of an extreme sports type of game. I don't know a whole lot about it. Probably racing and who knows, it'll probably have a battle royale even. Yeah, I don't get it. I had no interest in it. I don't care. I'm going to move on. Um, they showed off Assassin's Creed Valhalla DLC. Like, that's any surprise. We're going to get more Assassin's Creed games or DLC. And then my favorite was the Avatar Frontiers of Pandora coming out 2022. I don't get this. I don't get the whole push to make Avatar a thing. Like, I just don't understand it. I saw the movie back, what was it, like 12 years ago? It came out 2009. And to me, the movie was like okay it was nothing special the only th- the only reason why it sold so much or did so well in the movie theaters was because of the the fact it was using that high-end 3d technology that was never used before so that was kind of neat to see it that way but the actual movie the story I, whatever it was mediocre at best so now we're getting a game for this and i just i don't know game 12 years later yeah uh, they have like what five avatar movies planned to come out they're going to do a whole me- mega franchise off this. Yeah, we'll see how long that lasts. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, how long have they been planning to make these movies? It's 
been forever, and they haven't even gotten the second one out. Yeah, well, they're, yeah, no, they're definitely filming them. So that's it's. Yeah, I suppose we got two and three filming right now, back to back. Yeah, they took um, the lead actor from Fear the Walking Dead. I think he's going to be like one of the main stars in the new movies. Anyway, I like I said, like I my kids said they thought it looked cool, but to me, this I don't know. You have the natives running around, flying around a little reptile bird things with bow and arrows taking out helicopters and stuff like that doesn't make any sense to me doesn't matter it's coming out in 2022 anything that's not coming out this year (laughs) is speculative at best fake news fake news (laughs) to be fair their arrows were like four and a half feet long or something and were like pretty thick so i mean come on can take out something at least probably not a helicopter but Wolf likes things that are thick <laughs> and long. You know it. Oh my goodness! You guys always got to go there. Um, all right, so let's get to some other E3 news. And Greg's added a couple titles on here, so he can describe them. Elden Ring was one of them. And what yeah, is this? so? Elden Ring is a RPG from the uh, guy who made Dark Souls. I'm not even going to try and pronounce his name. And also our favorite author. Mr. George R. R. Martin. And, oh, God. <laughs> but they did show game... It doesn't come out until 2022, but they actually did show gameplay. And it's an action combat uh, RPG that actually looks pretty cool. You know, fantasy RPG. So, I mean, it looked like a pretty good... The graphics good uh, and stuff like that. So, definitely sort of on the radar, you know, as to what kind of what kind of uh, game this comes out to, but it looked uh, looks nice. And the other title you added was uh, Plague Tale Requiem? Yeah, Plague Tale was a game that I... Um, it's been out for a while, and it was on Game Pass a couple months ago, the first one, and uh, Plague Tale Innocence. And the sto- it's an R- it's a, a RPG, really good story, like really good. And they're coming out... This is the second one, and it basically... The story leaves off from where the first one ended. Uh, it's a new story. So um, the the first one did end the story quite well. Uh, so they didn't need to come out with a second one. But they're, since the first one did so well, they're coming out with another one. So this should be interesting to see. So this is another one that's kind of on my on my radar. Do you think it's going to be better than the pressure wash, washing simulator? Pressure <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that kind of that kind of content overload in uh, pressure washer is just. I don't know if it can. Uh, I don't know if anything can stand up to that. You know what? You fuckers make fun of me, but it is actually a relaxing game. Play. You also play the game where you have to drive your car through snow. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. It's also a relaxing game. I like to relax when I game. I don't go to rage zone, hate myself at the end of the night, and go to bed angry, beating my meat and. Well, everything. you know what? It's it's not me that I'm mad at. It's my teammates because they all suck. <laughs> yes, blame your teammates. How often is it that Beers is yelling at you because you keep fucking dying? Oh my god, you see Beers. He dies all the time in, in Warzone. He's terrible. Awful. Awful. Alright, up next. Guardian of the Galaxy game. Boy, this is... Guardians of the Galaxy was the movie that made me hate superhero movies. Like That was the one. Like that at the end of Guardians of the Galaxy movie, when they were all like doing their little space magic and they all hold their hands 
and sing Kumbaya at the end to beat the bad guys doing. I don't even know what the fuck they were doing. This is the reason why I hate uh, Marvel superhero movies. I'm just over it. So they have a game coming out. Uh, I know there's no DLC, no loot crates, no battle pass. It's just a single player game. You play as, uh, what's the guy's name? Um, I don't even know the, the, the lead character's name. Star Lord? Star Lord. Oh my goodness. Yes, that's it. Christ, man. Well, I'm, I'm looking you, it up because I literally can't. You're not a Marvel I, fan. I cannot I stand it. Guardians of the Galaxy. Really? I, lo- I loved it. It was probably one of my favorite things. Second one, I didn't like as much, but the first one, fuck yeah. Well, I hated the first one. Um, are you? Will you check out this game? I mean, I guess if it's on Game uh, Pass. If it's on Game Pass, fuck yeah. Uh, otherwise, I don't know. I might see what reviews say and then decide. Yeah. Greg, do you have any interest in Guardians of the Galaxy game? No, not really. <laughs> See, terrible, terrible franchise. I mean, I, I mean, even Avengers. I, I, I guess this is sort of like the Avengers game that came out, but I'm really not. I wasn't really interested in that either. All right. The other one we have coming out is Tiny Tina's Wonderland teaser. Well, that's a mouthful. Coming out early 2022. And you guys were explaining it might be a little bit different than their typical Borderlands game. Yeah, I would still uh, take that one. I mean, there really wasn't a whole lot to go from. I mean, it, if it's Tiny Tina, it's definitely in the Borderlands universe. But it doesn't seem to be a Borderlands game. I almost think it might be a, like a in the world of Tiny Tina's D&D DLC they had for Borderlands 2. So I'm betting possibly more on that. We'll have to see. Yeah, I've never uh, actually played any of the Borderlands games. Isn't that terrible? No, you don't play anything good. So that's not surprising. <laughs> you know what? It's funny. It's the uh, the cell shading games. Like They kind of like screw up my eyes for whatever reason. I don't know what it is. Um, I, I don't know what it is. I remember playing like, what was it? Wildstar was an MMO that was kind of cell shaded. And uh, as I'm playing it, my, he- my head's just pounding. I couldn't figure out why. And it turns out it was that. Borderlands does the same thing. I was playing through one mission with Vikes, and I'm just like, I gotta be done. I can't. I'm gonna I don't know. My head's gonna explode. It's probably an anti-loser deterrent. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Or maybe, you know, I just have to go play Call of Duty. No headaches there. <laughs> you sad sack. <laughs> I don't, so so sad. I guess I guess this will have the same kind of like artwork that Tiny Teen is. I'm just gonna follow suit with that. Oh, I'm sure. Most definitely. I mean, yeah. I, in my opinion, Borderlands has great artwork. I love the, but I love the cell shaded, at yeah. least in Borderlands. Yeah, and that's usually a pretty popular game for um, for GRG. I know a lot of guys like to play it. Yeah, there's usually usually some pretty good uh, bit of people that play it. So, and you know, Gunny's probably going to be all over that first game mm-hmm. he'll play since Borderlands 3 came out. <laughs> Up next, we have Starfield. Uh, the teaser for that, it's coming out November 11th, 2022, and there was like a brief cinematic trailer. So exciting. So fascinating. Do you guys have anything for this? The, I don't know. I, I, people are talking like, are trying to hype this up, but I'm like, what for? Right? There's <laughs> literally nothing. You got a cinematic trailer about someone getting in a rocket ship and taking off, and that's basically it. I mean, it looks nice, but again, a cinematic trailer. So yeah, it basically, looks like anything you've seen for Star Citizen in the last ten years. <laughs> exactly, exactly. 
I think it's just the hype because it's like a fallout in space type of thing it's supposed to be. Yeah, like a fallout uh, Skyrim in space. Yeah. But they say think- this, but there is literally nothing in the trailer that explains any of that. Yeah, <laughs> which is also weird from- because Outer Worlds was also fallout in space. So, and they're making a second Outer Worlds. I don't. I guess we'd even put that on agenda, but I'm throwing that out there anyways. It was, it's, I don't I thought that was Because the, the first Outer Worlds was kind of like, um, yeah, this is more like a mod to Fallout. With a, it's basically Fallout with a skin. It was pretty good. It seemed kind of short, but it was good. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't much to it. So when's that coming out? Did, was that in uh, E3? I didn't see that. Yeah, it's also 2022. <laughs> that famous number. Uh, so yeah, Starfield 2022. But the, uh, oh, you know what? One of the things they said that this was going to be was a Han Solo simulator. That's how people were describing this. I don't know where you would get this from, from that gameplay, because it was nothing like Star Wars. There's no gameplay. <laughs> no, or the trailer. Uh, the other nice thing is it will be coming with Game Pass and it will only be available for Xbox and PC. So Sony, PlayStation, you're just SOL. That Xbox acquisition of Bethesda finally comes into play. Yeah. Fuck you, PlayStation. I don't think the next Skyrim game, I think they'll release that for PlayStation, but I think that that might be it. There was one thing that I guess in the video, in the trailer for Starfield, looking at a notebook, and then there was a map. And then if you zoom in on the map, it's actually a map of uh, of uh, Elder Scrolls. Oh so they were, they were, people were saying that it was a tease for the next Elder Scrolls. But, you know, I, I, you, you could throw a stick at that, you know, see what, take that with a grain of salt kind of thing. Yeah. All right. So we get to some of the uh, more exciting ones or more, some of the games that we're more interested in, GRG would be playing. And, and I was kind of shocked that this one's coming out as soon as it was. I was expecting the, the other version of this title to come out first, but uh, they announced Forza Horizons 5 is coming out this year. It is set in Mexico, uh, which, which makes me happy because at least everybody's going to be driving on the right side of the road instead of on the wrong side like they do over in Europe. I struggle like hell when you're playing like Forza 4 or 3. Forza Horizon 4 or 3. As always, the game looks amazing. And I cannot wait to play it on my new Xbox. I cannot wait. We're dying. Because I always thought any of the Forza titles always look good. Forza Horizon 4 looks good now. It still looks good. So 5 is just going to be next level. It's going to feel like you're actually driving the car. It's going to... I'm so excited for this. It sucks. No, no. See, I love. <laughs> you know what's nice about the Horizon title? See, I was expecting the motorsports to come out first, and that's more the uh, the sim version of the game. It's more hardcore, and you're racing on typical tracks. But I guess you know Horizons pretty much what everybody wants to play. It's more of a casual racer, and yeah, uh, it's easier. I think it's, more, I think it's more popular because it's more open yes. for people to enjoy instead of always being confined to track i'm surprised they haven't they haven't merged the two titles yet i don't think that motorsports would make as much money or sell as many titles as horizons i think that's the big the big title but it would be nice to have like the set tracks because when you play 
horizons. It's just like open ro- roads and there's just random tracks. It seems like when you play motorsports, you're playing on actual tracks where they laser map the course. They're like one for one, perfect. And sometimes it'd be nice to race on that as well as do the open world racing. I'm excited for this because we usually have a pretty good turnout for the Forza Horizon nights when we do those. Um, a lot of a lot of GRG play. And here's a pro tip. If you're racing with GRG, just slow down for the first turn. Let all the idiots crash into each other and then go because then you'll be in first place. <laughs> that sounds legit. Well, this, this is the truth. If they're playing bumper cars out there. Um, yeah, this comes out November 9th and it, it will be available on Game Pass. I'm definitely getting it. Are you guys going to be playing this? I will probably download it. This is, I think it's going to be in Game Pass, so it's an easy, easy for me. Yeah. I mean, when one of you guys actually forks over the money I need to buy the one terabyte expansion I'll need for the fucking thing. Oh, tell me about it. So, I don't know. I'll probably end up getting it because GRG will play it. I don't know. Maybe I'll enjoy it. Probably won't. Using a controller, then having to use like a wheel to feel like you can actually play the game. Well, that's Gunny. Gunny needs to have the wheel. I don't think that the, uh, I don't know. I, I like the controller. It's, it works pretty well. Well, yeah, in Horizons it worked, but in the regular, the other four is a, I always felt like, I just felt so gimped using the controller trying to steer the freaking car. It was just, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. It probably is just me. You're probably racing those guys from Too Old for Forza that would lap you in the first 30 seconds. <laughs> they were brutal. All right. Well, I, I'm, so, so I'm sure you're going to like this next game we're going to talk about, and that's uh, the Battlefield 2042. They released the, the cinematic trailer as well as some game a, a gameplay trailer. And this thing looks absolutely nuts. Absolutely nuts. Uh, first off, this game will be multiplayer only, no campaign. How do you guys feel about not having a single-player campaign with this release? Uh, this game sucks. I hate it. <laughs> You're not going to... No, of course I'm going to get... This is actually one of the few games I am super excited for. I mean, like I said, I downloaded Battlefield 4. And then, of course, I tell you, and you're like, well, why are you playing this old-ass game? Because I'd rather play COD and hate everything instead of playing a game that I would probably enjoy. You sound bitter. You always bitch all the time about not <laughs> having a game. And I tell you a game that you should play, and then you go and bitch about how it's too old. Even though I know for a fact you would probably enjoy it. Are you upset that there's no single-player campaign, though? I give a shit. I barely ever play the single-player campaigns in the other ones. No, I neither did I. The last campaign I played in Battlefield was in Bad Company 2. I played that com- that campaign, but I haven't played a campaign since. I always played the multiplayer, so that's perfectly fine with me. Grex, have you ever played any of the Battlefield uh, campaigns? I did. I played them all. I played all the all the campaigns, but for me, um, yeah, I'm more into the multiplayer, so I'm not I'm not too concerned. I know there are people out there that want the campaign and like it, but I don't. I personally don't care. Yeah, I have zero interest in it. I'm going right to multiplayer, and that's where I will stay. So, what do you guys think of the trailer, the gameplay, or, and the cinematic trailer? The trailer here looks like mayhem. Absolute mayhem. Just craziness going all over the place. I don't know. The storms and everything is nuts. So my question. So okay. So I the cinematic trailer did look awesome. It was obviously they were trying to throw in all the things that people have done over the years, like, of course, jumping out of the jet and shooting a rocket. You've got Jeep stuff. 
which if you don't know is the C4 on a vehicle launching it at something. That cracked me up the most. I mean, obviously the, the jet flying up and the guy getting out, that was hysterical. But the uh, C4 on the, uh, on the um, quad, that was shit we used to do in Battlefield Bad Company 2. We used to play Rush a lot. And if we were like in <laughs> trouble, we couldn't get that last uh, capture point. We would, uh, you know, everybody would go equip as an engineer. We throw our C4s on a UAV and the guy would fly it in and blow up the capture point. <laughs> <laughs> we did it all the time. It was dirty, but hey, uh, wins a win. Battlefield, battlefield moments, you know, only yeah, battlefield exactly. type, type, uh, type things. Yeah, well, there was one rush game. You throw it all on there and um, it'd be like the first thing you do because the capture point would be inside a building. So you'd throw all the C4 on the RV throw, send the thing in there, blow down the building, and then take the capture point because it was just that much easier. <laughs> <laughs> they say this is going to be 128 players total in a game. Those maps must be huge. Yeah, well, I mean, in my opinion, even in like Battlefield 4, those maps could probably, some of them can contain 128 people, no problem. So, yeah, that's true. That, there were some, that, like, uh, crap, I can't remember. There's the desert one. That one's fucking huge. It takes forever to get from point A to point B if you don't pick up in a vehicle. Yeah, or if you can't spawn on a point. Yeah. So many more people to kill me. It's going to be great. <laughs> and you won't rage. So, <laughs> the other interesting thing was the uh, the environment. Like, the they had giant tornadoes or the uh, humongous sandstorms. That's going to be nuts in-game. Yeah, because they were, it looks like they amped it up, like basically what they did in, in the, with the storms in the, in the last one, they like ratcheted it up, like, by 10 as mm -hmm. to, like, the intensity of the storms and, what they, and, and the effect that they have on the, on the game. So are these going to be dynamic, though? Or is it, like, a set thing like it always was in Battlefield 4? Like, once you hit a certain point, it would always trigger this event. I don't know. Um, because what was it, that one Parcel Storm, that map in Battlefield 4? It would always have yeah. that massive monsoon. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I don't know if this will be something you can trigger or how yeah, it that works. Yeah, they just showed it. Um, how long before you get tired of the goddamn tornado always throwing your ass around? <laughs> the first game. <laughs> one thing I noticed in the uh, gameplay footage, when they hopped in the elevator, they were doing little elevator music. They were able to customize their weapons on the fly in game. So it's not like something you have to do like a different menu, spawn in with a different gun. You can do it right there while playing. So that's. Yeah, that was nifty. Is it that you can equip anything, or is it that you can choose a list of things to take in with you? That way, if you get into a different scenario that you want something for, you can take it with you. Because that seems like a, from what you saw, that seemed like a very limited list. Yeah, it looked like he was changing attachments on the on the gun he was holding. So maybe you can only just modify the gun you're holding, and you can put a kind of different loadout to move Even the gun then, from long range to short range or something like that. The attachments list wasn't very long, and I know in Battlefield you could get a ton of different attachments for all kinds of different parts of your gun. Yeah, personally, I'm I'm good with the. With the amount that they showed there, I don't need fucking 10 million attachments. That's just annoying after a while. You just can't handle the attachments. That's <laughs> all. Obviously, you'll have classes like you always do in Battlefield. So you'll have your typical medic, engineer, soldier, recon. 
Uh, but they'll be expanding this one out to 10 different classes or specialists or whatever they call them in, in the game. I don't know if I like that, actually, because this almost makes it seem like Rainbow Six Siege, where they were constantly adding classes. And in my opinion, I think they should stick to the first four. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe the class thing, adding more, will make it work. But I feel like it's going to be in Siege, where you get a new person and they're specialized in this. And the next thing you know, you've got overly outrageous bullshit that people can do, like they started doing in Siege. Yeah, we'll see. Because they didn't really go into depth on that. So you didn't get to see what type of classes they are and, and what's going on. Um the other thing they they said was there won't be a battle royale mode. They still have a game mode they haven't announced yet. I don't know if it'll be something similar to that or something based yeah, off said of that. No, no battle royale. Not at launch, at least. Yeah, which, from what I understand, that firestorm or whatever it was called in Battlefield Five was supposed to actually be pretty decent of a uh, battle royale game mode, but they just never supported it and players never really played it. But it was apparently supposed to be pretty decent. But by the time it came out, people already left that game. And finally, the only thing that was negative about this Battlefield announcement was there was no Game Pass release announcement. We all expected that Battlefield uh, was going to come out on Game Pass and we would have access to it, but it doesn't appear to be the case. You're just bitter because you got Game Pass and now you don't know if you're going to get Battle 6 on Game yeah. Pass. So wrong. I don't care. I'll pay for it. It doesn't bother me none. Yeah, I'll pay for it. Because the next game we talk about, that will be on Game Pass. Yeah, well, the next game is uh, the big one. At least our big game is Halo Infinite. We got to finally see some gameplay footage of this. And uh, they they definitely cleaned it up from the last announcement last year. (laughs) It looks a little bit better. Well, last year, I think, was a campaign announcement. And this one was seemed like it was a multiplayer type, which in my opinion, was a much better way to showcase Halo. I mean, yeah, the campaigns are usually pretty fun, but in the end, the multiplayer is where it is, especially once, I swear to God, if they don't have Forge at launch, we're going to all gang up on them and kick them in the nuts. Just a nice yeah. long line of kicking them in the nuts. Because they know that's like the telling point for it, because you can create your own game modes and everything. I can't imagine that they don't. I think that it, it will, they'll definitely have Halo Forge, and I, I assume it comes with the game at launch. I'd be surprised. Yeah, one thing is that they announced though is multiplayer is free to play, but you I guess you pay for the campaign. If you want to play the campaign, then you gotta pay. But either way, it's gonna be on Game Pass day one. It's funny because I guess if I didn't have Game Pass, I'd probably just take the free multiplayer because I'm not super crazy about the Halo campaign. I never understand what the hell's going on. I don't know what the arbiter is and all this crap. It it's confusing and I get kind of bored shooting grunts all day long. It's not my idea of fun. Multiplayer is what I'd be interested in. So getting it for free would be great. Like my youngest will be playing on PC and he'll just play the free version because why not? Yeah. I mean, I love the Halo lore and I got into all the story and everything like that. I read some of the comics, you know, the animated shows too and stuff. And uh, I mean, I'm with most people in the last one was the story was a bit weak so hopefully they come up with something good this time around, campaign-wise. But again, I'm more into the multiplayer, hoping for a good campaign. You just want to see Cortana <laughs> in her uh, tight skin suit. Yeah, <laughs> I'll break out my so? tissues and my uh, 
my moisturizer. Oh, geez. Nice. Uh, so they discussed how, I guess I'll make money on the free version and whatnot. And that's with the uh, the Halo Battle Pass. And what was awesome about this is it never expires. So if you buy a Battle Pass, you have it forever until you complete it. So it's it's not a time set thing. It's not like three months, like how Call of Duty handles it right now. It's this is a once or, you buy a battle hey, pass. Destiny does the same thing. Don't leave them out. They're cunts and too. Fortnite. Yeah, they all do it. They all do it. And so this is great because you won't have any more of the FOMO, the fear of missing out. You'll actually be able to buy a battle pass, and you'll be able to buy previous ones. Say you you put the game away for a year, and you missed out on the battle pass, and you kind of like the cosmetics in there. You can go buy that old battle pass and play it, but you can only earn XP for one battle pass at a time. You can't like buy like five battle passes and unlock tiers in it across all five. It's only one at a time. But even still, you can choose which one you want to earn XP towards. Yes, which is cool. And speaking of the cosmetics, the Spartans are completely customizable. So I know like Grex likes to play Barbie dress up, so he's going to be all about this. I look good while I'm shooting you in the head. <laughs> while teabagging players, you got to get the uh, proper cod piece. While I'm uh, team killing, because <laughs> yeah, you can get like I know, like the gloves, the arms, like you can get prosthetic arms, legs, and stuff like that. They they added all this craziness to it. The guns are all customizable. Vehicles are customizable. They went ape shit with what you can customize. Your voices, you can even customize. Your Spartan's voice. There'll be a couple different voice voice actors right. to choose from. <laughs> Grex is going to have a female with a super, super deep male voice. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> exactly. Come here, big boy. <laughs> Let me teabag you. Sounds like you're judging. Right. Completely. No, we're not judging. We're just making fun of you. There's the difference. Uh, so what do you think it's grapple hooks? Okay, so in my opinion, from what you from what we've seen, oh, they look freaking awesome being able to use them to move around, collect pickups, stuff like that. I think it looks cool. It will also support land gameplay. So if GRG ever actually has a a a meetup, we can have we can have a uh, a Halo land party. I'm going to your house and I'm wearing the official GRG speedo. Banana hammock. Fuck yeah. I just got a uh, place in order for mesh, bana- mesh banana hammocks. <laughs> it's gonna... Very nice. 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 Um, what else we have for Halo? Available on Game Pass. Multiplayer will be completely free to those without Game Pass. It'll be cross-play between PC and uh, consoles, Xbox, and cross-progression. So if you play on your PC and then you want to go play on your Xbox, you'll be able to sign in and you'll have everything that you purchase. So holiday 2021. So we'll get to get it sometime this fall. So exciting. This is the one I'm excited for. This GRG community nights will be fun again because we actually have a game worthwhile playing. Usually we play Call of Duty, but uh, Black Ops or Cold War, we call it Black Ops. Cold War just was a train wreck for, for custom games. So I'm super excited to get a Halo title in here, get the customized games. We play a mix of like serious, you know, deathmatch games and then goofy shit like Duck Hunt and stuff like that. So I can't wait to see what they can do with uh, the new Halo. It'll be fun. If you can't remake the Toilet Flush game, then <laughs> I don't know if it's worth 
be playing at all. <laughs> yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Grex loves being flushed down the toilet, I guess. Hey, sounds like you're judging again. I'm not judging. I'm just making a point. God damn, <laughs> you guys are so sensitive. So, Mr. Judgy Judgerson. Yes. Judgy McJudgerson. So that pretty much wraps up the things that we were interested for E3. We didn't go over all the different titles because there's a lot. There's a lot to cover. And um, frankly, we only play like three or four games. And then Solus plays pressure washing games. <laughs> okay. To be fair, you guys only play three or four games. That <laughs> might be pushing it. I don't mind expanding my horizons and just trying out new things. I have my comfort zone. <laughs> so, yeah, if, if we missed a title you guys liked from E3, you can send uh, Grex to hate mail. He likes hate mail. All right. So I think that pretty much covered Anything else from E3 or good to go? Move on? Not that I can think of off the top of my head. No, I think we got the main stuff we wanted to cover. Uh, okay. So up next, we have the TV and movie section. And I kind of wanted to quickly touch base on this. We were supposed to do this the last episode, but since we postponed that episode, it was um, Netflix Army of the Dead. And boy, oh boy. Boy, oh boy. I I can tolerate rough sci-fi and horror movies. They could be a B-grade movie, and, and I'm okay with it. I, I know I'm tough on other movies. I'm super critical on Marvel movies. But like, if it's a horror movie, if it's a sci-fi movie, it gets a, a lot of leeway with me. So I was kind of excited to see this one. It looked interesting. Boy, oh boy. <laughs> I think it might be the worst movie. Well, I wouldn't say it was the worst movie I ever saw. It's definitely the worst zombie movie I've ever saw, seen. It is terrible. Terrible. The acting, the dialogue, the writing, awful. Awful, awful, awful. Uh, boy, Netflix, you, you got to do better. You got to do better. This is trash. Very disappointing. Um, story itself was just idiotic. It really it made no sense. It made no sense. It, it, the whole thing just was just dumb. It was bad. Don't watch it. That's all I got to say about that. Don't watch it. But I do have a show to watch, and it's on Disney Plus, and it's the new Loki series with Tom Hiddleston. And this was this was fantastic. I enjoyed this immensely. Greg Solis, did you guys see this or? Speechless right now. No, you're speechless. <laughs> it's almost as if you weren't even here. Mm-hmm. I definitely enjoyed it. I have seen it. Yes, absolutely. Definitely looks like it's going to be a fun show. Yeah, it's. it was odd. I guess he escapes the, the Avengers with the Cosmic Cube and goes in a different timeline and the time police come after him and it gets weird from there. <laughs> it's... Time Variance Authority took the Tesseract, created uh, a new timeline. That's a Tesseract, not the Cosmic Cube. I, I get all that shit mixed up. And uh, basically, he's a... Um, so when he used it, it created an alternate timeline, and which makes him a, a variant, time variant. So now he's tasked with helping. So normally, they just erase that, the person who caused it, and re-erase that timeline to keep a, a, a single timeline going. But in this case, they're enlisting him to help him find another variant of himself, another time variant that has escaped and is basically causing havoc. So that's what this show is, is the premise is. 
And it seems like it should be a pretty fun uh, thing, what they're doing with the whole TVA and the bureaucracy that that, that place is set up like. It, it kind of reminds me of, um, shoot, what's that? Uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Okay. And the and the the bureaucracy of them, you know, making a highway that goes through Earth, so they have to destroy Earth to make this highway, this galactic highway. You know, it's it just seems like that kind of funny parody on, I guess, society and bureaucracy and things like that. So definitely liking it so far, even though it's only one episode in. Yeah, yeah. But started off better than the uh, Wad Division. Hopefully it. Uh... It goes from there. I'm not sure how many episodes this is. Probably like six or seven or whatever. I think they keep them usually pretty short. But I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. And uh, it'll be interesting to see because he got to see his his timeline play out. And he saw, you know, that he died in the movies by Thanos. So we'll see what happens. You know, we'll see what he uh, what goes on. Um, and then up next, Solus Grimm added a title on here. And I don't know how to pronounce this. I'm not even going to try. Anime title? Uh, to be fair, I might fuck it up too. It's Bofiri. And that's like the shortened version of it. Because it's actually a... It's actually got a ridiculously long-ass name. It's one of those like... It's a... Uh, Bofiri, I don't want to get hurt, so I'll max out my defense. We'll just go with Bofiri. It's an anime that's... It's like a... One of those where the people go into VR and play in VR... There's no, like, life-threatening, oh, they get stuck in the VR, like, with Sword Art Online. I just thought I'd try it out because it was kind of weird on the concept of just maxing out defense. But essentially, it starts out, girl decides or gets convinced to get a VR MMO game, goes in, doesn't want to get hurt, puts all her starting stats into defense, and it somehow manages to make her a badass. And it kind of just goes along with that. There's not much more I'm going to explain on that. But I thought it was interesting. It's lighthearted. Not a super gory. Well, it's not even gory at all. But it's family friendly. But enjoyable. Now, is this dubbed or you got subtitles? This this is dubbed. Of course, I'm going to... I, I would get hate, but no one talks to me. So I'm not too concerned with it. But yeah, it's dubbed. So if you like to just... Listen to English version. You can, of course. They've also got the subtitle version if you want that instead. Yeah, I can't do the subtitles. It's rough. I remember watching. Um, you can't read. I can't read. Um, what's the Pablo Escobar show? Oh my god, on Netflix. I can't. I'm, Narco. I'm so old. Narco. Yeah. So I love Narco. That was a great series, but unfortunately, you had to sit there and read ninety percent of it because it was all in. But they speak Portuguese. It's not Spanish down in Colombia. Is it Portuguese? I'm not sure. Anyway, regardless. I never watched it. I just knew because I'm smarter than you. Oh, it's a very good show. You should watch it. It's not really my style of show, though. That's the problem. Yeah, because it's got- I don't got- really care about drug lords and stuff like that. I mean, Breaking Bad, I only watched like two or three seasons and then I got bored. Oh, my goodness. Something wrong with you. There's a lot wrong with me, but uh, <laughs> oh, well. All right. Well, I think uh, we're pretty good, right? I think anything else? Getting this on time. Wow. This is amazing. With all the stuff we had to talk about, and we still flash through it. We still flash through it. That's, that's great. Hey, I approve. I approve. Kudos, guys. I'm going to do another hour and 30 minute one next time. No, my God. Well, 
That'll be when the uh, the episode where I get Gunny to host. Start oh, rambling on about all the other crap I've been going through because I'm bored on Netflix. <laughs> I don't I don't watch any shows now. It's terrible. Again, you guys just need to broaden your horizons. Mm-hmm. Get out of your comfort zone. Just click on something that just seems dumb to you, but do it anyways. Well, I click on lots of stuff. Gets me into trouble a lot, but you know. I do that every time I fire up GRG chat. <laughs> so I click mean, on something dumb. True. All right. I think that's going to do it for this episode of the ReaperCast. I want to thank Grex and Souls for being on the show tonight. Yes, sir. Yay. <laughs> As always, I like to remind everyone to stop by our forums at forums.grimreapergamers.com to see everything you're up to. As well as to check out the chat as the Destiny guys have been planning raids using the uh, calendar event tool. So you can sign up and RSVP for the raids. Uh, I also like to remind everyone to follow us on Twitter at grgamers.com. Spell out the D-O-T. And with that, we are out of here. Stay safe and get your game on. I'm going to watch hentai. <laughs>